Hello. How is everyone doing? I can't get any reply, so just talking out to the earth. Um, welcome back to podcast episode three of It's Okay to Struggle. Today we've got Tully, one of my friends with me, and we're going to be talking about trauma and self-esteem and particularly in relationships. So although that's such a broad topic, we will do more things about trauma, but I wanted to talk about just in relationships in particular. Um, before we get started, I just wanted to make sure we put a trigger warning because we will be talking about things that can be triggering for people, including self-harm, suicide, anything of that sort. So if that's going to trigger you today, just slide off and watch Spongebob. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you whatever you please. Watch the new um, Netflix show Sex Life. It's very good. Is it actually good? Amazing. I just watched that one clip. Okay. You know the one. Yeah, yeah, I know the one. Uh, Yeah. It was amazing. Anyway, um, and then lastly, the niceties away, um, me and Tully, Tully and I, sorry, pronunciation, (laughs) are not professionals and we're just here to talk and um, start a conversation, not give give you advice, professional advice. If you really are struggling, please get some help and there's helplines out there or contact a professional or a loved one. Okay, Tully, how are you? Hi, I'm good. We had some technical difficulties today, which really fucking sucks, but we, we dealt did. with it. We also had a very exciting morning <laughs> on the train um, with a nice fellow named Paul. Shout out, Paul. He showed us his he rendition of Hello by Lionel Richie and it was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Let's just talk about the fact that we were on the train, just traveling our way, having a chat about this stuff, actually, because we were just doing a little bit of rundown of what we'll do before. And he overhears us and goes, oh, trauma. And I'm like, yeah, trauma. Good combo. And then he just was like, do you want to see me singing? And we're like, okay. And then we had to listen to him singing for three minutes. And He wanted wanted to send it to me and asked us our names and wanted to send me the link and then wanted to sit next to me. And I sort of had to say... No, sorry. Yeah, Yeah, she she did a hot girl move. She was like, no, sorry, COVID. Yeah, I I stood my ground. I set some boundaries. So proud. And yeah, I overcame my fears of a man. (laughs) (laughs) In that one instance. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, And thank you, Lionel Richie. (laughs) (laughs) Lionel Lionel Richie walked so that Paul could run. (laughs) (laughs) Legit. That's so Uh, funny. Yeah, he, look, Paul... We wish you well on your endeavours. Maybe the voice is for you. Yeah, I think so. I'd turn listen. around. Yeah, I don't know if I would. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to talk. Me and Talia were talking about attachment styles in relationships, especially because I'm not sure if pe- many people are aware of attachment styles. I am aware because of I am ill. Mm. Um, <laughs> I literally like went to my psychologist and was like, "Girl, I have, I have this attachment style." Like, and she was like, "Hmm." Okay, what? and I just went to her and started, like, telling her. Mm, and she was like, her. slow down. How do you know this? I was like, I don't know. I just know. I just yeah. know I have this for this, this, and this reason. And mm-hmm. she was just like, chill. Like, yeah. chill. Yeah. But I think people, like, have heard of them for sure. But mm. it's, it's been a bit over, over TikTok. Mm. Like, you know, the um, they haven't been saying attachment style in particular. They're saying love language. Yeah. Like that's similar, but not like it's mm. similar, but it would tie into it would like it would relate because yeah. your attachment style would sort of affect what your love, love language, language is. is. Um but yeah, attachment styles are kind of obviously I'm not gonna give a per- pitch perfect definition. 
but they're kind of the way that you love and the way that you handle love. It's also <laughs> she put her hand on like you can talk about. I don't fine. want to interrupt. It's just, it's also um, it relates to it's it stems from attachment theory, which is we learned about it in psychology and like I again I'm not a psychologist, yeah, but it's. It's to do with the like relationship you had when you were a child mm. and like how you formed attachment to to like caregivers in your life. Um, and it's like if you go deep into the psychology, it's like whether you could depend on the people and things yeah. like that. And, yeah, everyone forms different attachments when they're like literal babies. Mm. But, yeah, so that's attachment theory but then attachment styles is more to do with like your relationships and like people apply them to their romantic relationships yeah. which yeah. is I think what we all apply them to yeah of course but it applies to friendships as well oh 100 percent. Sure. I, I I have such a I have such a like close friendship with whoever I choose to become mm-hmm. friends with it's just like my passion like yeah if so- someone's just not my half-assed friend you know what I yeah mean? Like, someone's my friend like I'll be there for them yeah. no matter what so my attachment style definitely comes through yeah for sure um but obviously, yeah, in relationships as well. But you were talking about your attachment style. What do you think yours is? I am definitely anxious. Anxious preoccupied is what I've like decided. And I've listened to so many things. And like you'll you can do quizzes and things like that. But whenever I listen to something and they Buzzfeed, yeah, no. few Buzzfeed. Nah, you got to find like <laughs> actual ones. But um, whenever I listen to something about like anxious preoccupied and they describe it and like traits of an anxious preoccupied Mm. person I'm always relating to that one the most and it's Mm. like it's it's like obviously fear of abandonment and like them leaving you um you romanticize relationships um mine is just like you can get clingy because you're scared or like I I notice that I do the classic like sorry even if I haven't done something wrong yeah and, like, I'm trying to work on that, but it's very hard. Like, I always want to make sure that the other person is is feeling yeah. really good and okay. Yeah. And, like, I would, you know, worry about them more than myself. Yeah, you don't prioritise your own mm, feelings. Because I'm, like, and then, I get, and then I get clingy and, like, attached. Mm. I get really attached. Yeah, I understand. Um, I don't know what I am, to be honest. Maybe because no. I haven't had a relationship for a long time. Um, I, I, I do 100% feel the anxious... Mm-hmm. but then on the other hand i can also be the complete opposite and very like can you push people away if you yeah. get scared yeah well i know f- i feel i'm anxious but if i'm really in love with someone like if i'm like mm-hmm. head over freaking heels mm-hmm. but if i'm like just starting to speak to someone yeah. and i like, kind of like them or like whatever mm-hmm. then i'm like oh, fuck, I don't really get yeah like i'm like mm-hmm. if they piss me off i just well, yeah. either be like, this pissed me off, fix yeah. it or don't fix it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Kind of, bye. Mm-hmm. But if I am head over heels, I I am anxious as well. But after being alone for so long, mm-hmm. it's like now I've learned what you're saying right now. And it probably will come up when I have another relationship. God knows when. Mm-hmm. But I've learned that it's not, it's not healthy to put that person first but not put myself first either it's supposed to be like you heard that saying like us versus the problem not us versus each other yeah yeah so it's like i don't want to put myself first but i don't want to put that person first Mm -hmm. we're equal yeah and and if i have a problem 
if that person just dismisses it, then that should just be like the biggest red flag. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like even if, even if my, even if it's like, you think it's so out of the ordinary that person's upset about it, mm-hmm. you don't have to apologize for what you did if you don't think it's bad. But you mm. can sit down and like try make effort mm-hmm. to understand why they feel that way, and not just avoid them or shit like that. Mm. Um, that's like my least favorite thing that I've seen in relationships. Mm in any relationship, not even just my own previous ones, where if like a problem arises, if someone doesn't understand it, they'll just avoid it or walk away mm. or like just ignore the person or just be like, that's fucked, that's stupid, I'm not listening. Mm. It's like, mm, is that really going to fucking solve anything? Because that yeah. person's still going to be upset. Yeah. That person is just only going to feel worse. Then mm. you're not talking for longer Then your relationship's shit for longer. So why don't you just... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's for sure. And I get why you like when you as you said, like head over heels for someone, you get more anxious because the stakes are higher. Mm, 100%. That's, yeah. Because at the end of the day, we're all, our main goal in life is to survive. Mm-hmm. And I, my psych says, said a really good thing to me. She was like, because with BPD, I have a really bad fear of abandonment. Mm-hmm. can be with friends, relationships, family, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was like, the reason your fear, fear of abandonment is so high is because it's linked to your survival. Yeah. So it's like yeah. if... You think if someone leaves, you're not going to survive. Mm-hmm. Not, not consciously think that because obviously if fucking Jenny t- decides not to be my friend mm-hmm. anymore, I'll be fine. Yeah. But in my head, it's like, oh, my God, if Jenny leaves, I'm fucked. Yeah. Well, I was listening to another podcast talk about this and it relates back to like the childhood uh, like attachment that you formed because if you think about it, when our our brains are hardwired to know that our parents are our survival. So, mm. like, if if we didn't mm. – without our parents, like, affection or, like, attachment, we would literally die. Because exactly. We, all we know when we're little is that they feed us, they, like, provide us with life basically. Yeah. So when you're young and you're forming these attachments, it you your brain, like, connects your survival with – your parents yeah. and the attachment to your parents. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? 100%. That's yeah. actually what my psych said to me. She was like, when you're a kid, you learn that y- your parents are your life source. Without them, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. Like, you don't have money. You don't have a job. You yeah. don't fucking bathe yourself. You don't do that yeah. shit. Your mum and dad do. Mm-hmm. So, or whoever is your parent or guardian. Mm-hmm. So, that makes you have that attachment to them so i feel like the heavier your parents have been there for you Mm -hmm. it can lead to the heavier of fear of abandonment Mm. because my my wog parents have done everything for me Mm. like if i'm like they've like yeah they're they're hard on me as well but they've done absolutely Mm -hmm. everything for me yeah so that's why as a kid I form that attachment. I'm like, if I lose them, I'm fucked. So yeah. I have to form that attachment with other people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's just not true because I'm an adult now. I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's a really that's a really interesting um, mm. concept because I did talk to my psych about that in particular because I was like, why do I fucking care? Like, I've lost so many people mm. in my short 20 years. Yeah. And, and like been fine. Yeah. And I feel like you and I are similar in the way that consciously we know like and I feel like we tell ourselves like, oh, I don't care. I don't need them. Like if mm. you if you fuck me over, like goodbye. And I am like that. But then deep down, yeah, I yeah. actually really fear like, Same. yeah. Yeah, of course. No. It's interesting. You can only be a hot girl. So- yeah. <laughs> you can only be a hot girl so often, man. Yeah, like, it's hard. Deep down a hot girl is a sad girl. It's so true. <laughs> and they have stomach problems. <laughs> <laughs> For fucking sure. So yeah. no, nah, like I completely understand. 
um, but it's good and bad because it's like we can have that attitude where it's like if they leave, it's fine. Mm. And that's what will get us through it. Mm-hmm. But then we do have to understand that part of ourselves that will be like, mm. we'll be hurt and that's perfectly yeah. normal. It's mm. like losing a top. It's like yeah. that top, it didn't really like yeah. bring that much to my life. But like, yeah, I'm going to miss that top. Yeah, I'm going to miss that but, top. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I could have wore it with those pants. Yeah, like I know that I have hot outfits that yeah. go with that. Yeah, so. exactly. Like, I'm, yeah. yeah, I hold on to things like that too. Like mm. I hold on to... I never thought I was someone that holds a grudge, but it's not even a grudge. It's like I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think I'm not, but I am. Yeah, same. I think I'm getting better, but I am. Yeah. I hold like an emotional. Like, yeah, same. It's not like I'll be a bitch. It's same. just like I'll be, I'll think about it and get sad about it. But that's like. No, I think about it in the sense where it's like my, my grudge is more if I see that person or yeah. that thing, I'll be like. I'll just remember it. I'll be yeah. Like, I can be nice to them, mm-hmm. but I can only forgive so much mm-hmm. in that sense. But yeah, I, d- I definitely hold grudges, but I don't yeah. think it's necessarily a bad thing. But I think it's just what your body's doing to protect yourself. That's it. Survival it's again. Like, exactly. It's survival again because it's like if you when we'll fucking ape some shit. Mm. Um, I don't know what we were. <laughs> this is not a history podcast. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, when we were yeah. becoming yeah. beings, um, like we learned that mm. certain things would harm us. It's your tribe as well. Like yeah. you, you would know that other like people were a threat. Mm. Things like that, like you learn what was what was a threat and what wasn't. Yeah, like, yeah, it's definitely a survival instinct. And even in the sense where holding holding grudges can go on to your next mm. relationship, Ooh, yeah. like not even holding a grudge to that in particular person, just holding a grudge to a re- like a relationship in general, not healing from a past relationship and then mm. going into another one, it will affect your new one. Even if that other person is like fucking prince harry oh yeah shout out prince harry shout out he's <laughs> well, a hottie he's a hottie he's a hottie with a body yeah and a babe he's got a babe he's got two babes yeah. actually yeah um yeah there's a lot to be said about this and it's you know how you would always hear in like the movies and stuff like you've got to be okay on your own before you can be, <laughs> be okay for someone else but it's That's so true yeah but That's it's true all my friends it's true though like i used to be like uh but literally, like, you, like, you need, you actually need oh, to. Oh, 100% agree. Because I 100% agree. Because then you end up going into a relationship and you put half of your worth on that other person. Yes. And it's honestly unfair on that other person. Yeah. Because it's like, why should they have to yeah. fucking make up for the half mm-hmm. you're missing? Mm-hmm. And at this age, especially 20 years old. Mm-hmm fuck is that person gonna do 20 year old guy 20 year old girl yeah they can't they fix can't, you can't fix you bitch yeah they're worrying about uni or fucking getting yeah. their license like they aren't worrying about your trauma also everyone is selfish <laughs> everyone's yeah. worrying everyone worries like that sounds yeah everyone at the end of the day worries about this themselves mm. so it's like you can't take on other people's problems like yeah. you can't you can't fix someone that's yeah that's why it's like you can get in a relationship and still have a mental illness like that's not the yeah problem and you all. can still like heal and like grow 100 yeah, percent but it's more if you're – you have to be like have that stability within yourself mm-hmm. and and be like this is what I want, this is what I deserve. Mm. You can still be struggling because we all fucking struggle mm. no matter who you're with or how old you are, whatever. But yeah. 
you just have to have that confidence and security in yourself mm. to be like I'm okay if, I'm okay if you if you don't take me for a week yeah and it's also it's, I won't I don't want it but like yeah. I'm okay it's also like you have to weigh up how much of the time you're feeling because you can still have off days and have bad days and have insecure days and have days when you feel like you really are depending on that person but I think it's important to weigh up what percentage of the time you are feeling like that dependent mm. or that like validation seeking mm. versus how much time you do feel like you're okay on your own. Yeah. Cause then it, if it gets out of balance, I think that's when there's the problem. Cause yeah. it's like, I, I get clingy. Mm. I'll say it. I get clingy. Um, but it's, yeah, you've got to like weigh it up a bit. And mm. the thing that I think I have found, like now that I'm seeing someone new, it's been, what two and a half years or maybe nearly three or something since my last relationship Mm. the one that fucked me up real good (laughs) um I feel like I've spent so much time like working on myself and like actively yeah three years is a long time yeah and like I'm self-aware like I've spent a lot of time Mm. actually you know Mm. trying to fix things and I thought I had come so far and I know I have but I just think I got a bit of a shock when I got into this new relationship because mm. I think, yeah, things just come up again. You're like, oh, damn, I thought I healed that, you know. Yeah, no, I, I, mate, I 100% agree. But mm. that's also parts of you that will be hard on yourself. Yeah, that's and like, true. And get over it, bitch. Like, it's been <laughs> this long. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's like that's not fair on yourself because mm. obviously it's still causing some hurt. It's like mm. you have a, a scar on your leg and you're like, it's been three years. Why ain't that bitch gone? Yeah. It's like, well, she's only she's, trying so hard. She's there to stay as well. You put bio oil on yeah. that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and you can only fade a scar. Like, you're not going to, yeah. unless you get laser, like, you're not yeah. going to really yeah. 100% get rid of Taking that. Taking this analogy real far. We really are. <laughs> but it's true. Like, and and you just have to treat that scar not as, like, a negative thing, but more mm. as, like, a lesson. Mm-hmm. Like, I fell down that yeah that whole like got yeah. hit by a bike whatever yeah but, I don't know. <laughs> but, but like now you know not mm. to do that same thing it's yeah, yeah it's similar but it and you were saying you were making a really good point to me before about when you get in those states of minds that in your new relationship or in a whatever relationship and you have tr- bring up trauma from your old one mm-hmm. and you have the same reaction mm-hmm. you sit there and you think before you make an action yeah so yeah, I think actually I remember I was saying I'm trying to – because with me in this new relationship, I feel obviously hard on myself and I feel bad for the person because I know I have trust issues and it's very hard to differentiate between let's say something happens, as a tiny thing. So – wait, what was I saying? Oh, I have trust issues and I know that mm. from like past relationships mm. – but it's you've got to try and like I'm trying really hard to differentiate between what is my trust issues coming through and what is my anxious brain. Yeah. Because we all know how like far your brain can take you in an anxious thought. Like yeah. it's so far from reality. Yeah, you don't know. It can literally tell you. Yeah. So you ha- <laughs> yeah, like I find it really hard to like. Let's I might say- as well have written fucking Harry Potter at this point. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, I have the biggest imagination, bro. But your brain like convinces you of Mm. things like we all know that it literally can convince you that something that hasn't even happened has Mm. happened and I find that happening to me and yeah so I I find it really hard to like pick my brain apart and be like okay wait a minute 
is this anxiety and trust issues coming through or is this actually a problem that I should be upset about? Yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's so hard. And then I feel bad for the person because I'm just like a ball of worry. Yeah, but at the same time, like I think about it in the way that whenever I get into a new relationship or if I ever do, I will always say to the person before, look, this Mm. is what I struggle with. Mm -hmm. If you can't deal with that, so fine. Yeah. We go our separate ways. Yeah. I'm just warning you, this is what I deal with. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying really hard to heal them. And this is what I'll do when I'm having a reaction or I'm having mm-hmm. a moment and you just have to try cooperate. Mm-hmm. I'll do the same for you with whatever mm-hmm. the hell you need, but that's personally what I need. Yeah. So at the same time, it's that person's in a relationship. Mm. You're taking on the other person's stuff. Yeah. Not fully like how we said before, but in a sense, you're, you, you're getting the whole package. So it's like you have to understand that this person is trying to deal with what their past traumas are. As long as you cooperate together, then there shouldn't be a problem. Mm. There will be bickers, but that's fine because mm-hmm. obviously one person can only take so much shit. Mm-hmm. But there just needs to be like safe words. Like if I'm having a crack and then my partner's like, all right, look, Georgia, I need some, I need some time. Mm. Give, me, give me a couple hours, I'll text you back. Mm. Old Georgia, when she was in a really bad place, would have been like, fuck you, you dog. Mm. like why would you leave when i'm upset like what the hell not dog i don't know why i said dog <laughs> but um but like why would you leave when i'm upset i'm so upset blah 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 yeah. but now i'd just be like all right and he said step back i just wouldn't reply until yeah. they already talk to me um and you know what that's fine if you're still like old georgia i'm still like old georgia sometimes mm. she's still in there she's mm. still georgia mm. but i've learned that it's unfair on the other person to have to deal with that mm. when like it, but that's the reason that old Georgia will get like that is because of her abandonment. Mm. She's like, oh my fucking God, they're leaving mid-fight. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. give a fuck. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And then but you retaliate and go like, fuck 100%. you then. 100%. Then you mm. retaliate. So, but now I'm I'm like, you. I, whenever I feel the feelings of abandonment, I go into my shell and I'm like, okay. Mm. If this person leaves, instead of, instead of going, this is the signs they're leaving, this is the signs they're not mm. leaving, all I do is I go back in and I go, if this person leaves... It will suck, but I'll survive. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, there's no point going over the signs that he's mm-hmm. going to stay or yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah. stay or whatever because you're only going to put, put yourself down a rabbit hole of something that's not going to happen or mm. may happen and then you know what I mean? Yeah. And if, if it does happen, then you go to your brain, oh, I was right. My anxious yeah. brain was right. She's fucking, she's a queen. And then yeah. you rely on her more. Yeah. So you just have to be like, okay, if that person leaves, that's going to be fucking hard and it's going to suck. Mm. But like, I'm going to be okay. I've done yeah. it before. I'm going to be fine. So yeah. that's something that I've tried to to work on. Well, obviously not, I'm not in a relationship, but it will yeah. be something that I have to continue. Yeah, it's it's hard. And like, that's a very good way of thinking about it. Just being like, yeah, okay, if it happens, it, it'll happen and it'll like, it'll hurt, but it's going to be what it's going to be, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, I think that just reminded me of like, I feel like a lot of people could relate to this feeling and this is probably my anxious attachment coming through, but feeling and trying to be like that perfect like girl for them in terms of like not bringing things up that you're upset about mm. and not like wanting to disrupt the peace a little bit. Mm. And like just I like I then remember feeling – Well, I'm not – I don't think – I think it's more I notice thoughts like this coming up. It's oh, not okay. like I would play into them much, but, you know, but – you know that feeling yeah. of just like, I don't even, yeah, just wanting to like keep the peace and like 
make sure that you're that you unproblematic girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I don't want to scare them away and be like, yeah, be annoying and be a burden, even though it's yeah. not. And we all know it isn't. And my brain is probably blowing up these tiny things out of proportion. Yeah. Because that's Miss Anxiety. That's how she likes to queen shit. roll. That's queen energy. Mm. But no, I understand that completely because um, I feel like I've, I've done that for sure. But then mm. I feel like I've done the complete opposite as well. Just mm. being like, let's start fucking chaos. Well, yeah, I was, I was going to bring up. But that's like, the manic part of me. I was going to bring up like self-sabotaging things before because I, I feel like I have moments of potentially wanting to like self-sabotage mm. a relationship or something like not like just yeah if I feel like things are getting out of control it's like you want to end it before you get hurt or something like that yeah, yeah. I do that yeah well, I did that in my last relationship I was like mm-hmm. um bye and he's like oh, okay he was like yeah. he was like wait what and I was like oh don't worry I was just joking and the next day I was like oh bye and he's yeah. like bitch okay I can't I can't yeah. do so much um and he's a great guy shout out to him mm. but um well yeah and he he could only deal with so much and was mm-hmm. like, okay, like, um, you clearly just need to be alone. And I was mm-hmm. like, you're right, I do need to be alone. Yeah. Um, and that's what I did. Yeah. But um, that that's 100% I, self, I self-sabotage mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And I also push people to the limits to see how far they'll go. Mm. And then if they leave, I'm like, see, yeah. I fucking told you. You, like, create a situation yeah. and almost, like, set it up so yeah. that you get the reaction that – you I, almost I, know I, you're going to get so that it confirms it in your yeah. brain. You're like, oh, I knew they'd do that. Yeah. I was right. Yeah. I should be alone sort of thing. Well, yeah, that's what I did. But yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think in the aspect of because of the topic, this is what I was previous like and I haven't had a mm. relationship for nearly a year. Um, yeah, see. So I'm trying to think in, in the perspective of what I used to be like but after like a year of not even interacting with anyone mm. romantically, um, well, not seriously at least, mm. Um I'm kind of like I feel like I would be a lot different, a lot calmer mm. because my anxiety of abandonment has just completely just gone mm-hmm. out the window. Mm-hmm. It's more with friends now rather than relationships mm-hmm. just because I'm kind of like, well, I've been in love with a lot of people mm-hmm. or like what I thought was love at the time, mm-hmm. even when I was young, and it fucking killed me. Yeah. And then it didn't in yeah. the end. So yeah. it's kind of like I'm not that fearful of relationships mm. anymore mm-hmm. just because I'm like, well, if I – I'm not – I'm fearful – in a sense, but I'm not fearful of getting hurt yes. at the moment. But maybe so, when I forehead over heels, it will be different. See, I'm terrified. Yeah. Like I was a bit like that because I had that really bad relationship mm. like a few years ago. And yeah, when you get cheated on multiple times, you sort of get really scared. And like I th- – Oh, no. Nah. Yeah, no, nah, like it's fine. <laughs> but, but yeah, like I don't think no, you – I don't think you can anticipate – how scared you will be yeah because I thought as I I said before I thought I was like this I thought I was so much more secure in myself all this stuff but now that I'm with someone who like treats me amazingly as I said the stakes are so much higher I'm like petrified yeah of getting hurt and and like them leaving and me losing them Mm, and you know I I won't be able to um like understand because I'm not in that position but I, I can understand from past relationships, obviously. But I just try to mean, like, I'm not as scared of the fallout. I'm mm-hmm. more scared of just if I'm ready or not. Mm-hmm. And I also just don't want anyone. Yeah. Because I'm just like, 
I just can't deal with the stress. Yeah. But unless I meet someone, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Harry Styles. Yeah. Amazing. Only mm. him. Is yeah, available. of course. Um, then I would be like, yeah, mm. okay, maybe. I, but I, it's just like, and, and we we're talking about before, mm-hmm. Hinge and, and oh, yeah. t- uh, Tinder and stuff. So like <laughs> me, me and Tully are Hinge queens. Hinge warriors. And it's funny because, and shout out to Maggie, but she always says, why the fuck are you on it when you don't want a relationship? I'm like, and yeah. I don't sleep around either. Like it's not like two people. Mm. And not that that matters. Well, I hope my mom doesn't listen to this, <laughs> but um, I'm a virgin. <laughs> and it's like I really don't want a relationship. Yeah. And it's like, why am I on that? And it's like validation. It's a hundred percent a validation thing. Mm. Like that like I would genuinely delete it like every week or every two weeks yeah, and then right. re download it on a Sunday night. It's deleted at the moment. <laughs> it's been deleted for a week yeah. at the moment. So I'm so And proud. you delete and you're like, Yes, Queen, like don't need no man. Like mm. I'm an independent woman and then Sunday night rolls around and you're like I'm bored. Hmm, I might just just download it and just like have a look and then I'll delete it again. And then, But, but what I think about, it's just two different directions that I was saying to you before. I was mm-hmm. like, you can think about it in the sense of, okay, you go on dating apps, we're 20. Like, I don't know if you've never seen those like Sex in the City movies or like fucking all those New York City movies, but like you got to go on dates and like just enjoy your life, like meet new people. Like I want to meet new people mm-hmm. either if they're as friends or or as romance or whoever mm-hmm. i want to meet new people like mm-hmm. we're both in this this bubble and brighten like mm-hmm. we want to go out further and mm-hmm. just do that mm. and that's when i'm like okay why why is that a problem if we go on it yeah even if i'm not pursuing a full-blown relationship yeah because it can just be experiences like, exactly i went on dates with people from hinge and let yes. me tell you oh, i don't want to know they were experiences i don't want to <laughs> know i haven't been on any i think i've been on one actually mm. uh, and and like whatever dates are dates, but like it's nice to go on a date. And it's just, just good to get like it's life good experiences. To get that experience. and like, like it, it, it's a it's a bit anxious and like you might not like the person, but that's whatever. But it, it's good experience and like it's good for us, especially because we don't get the date culture that that mm-hmm. our parents would have got, or even my sister who's twenty five. Like mm-hmm. she's still not at the moment, but she still would go on dates, mm-hmm. and we didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Like my my. All the boyfriends I've had, mm. we didn't go on dates. Like we didn't yeah. meet and then go on a date. Neither. Like, we just dated. So it's like except for this one. Good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what that's what I'd want. Yeah. Like, if I'm in a relationship, I want to go on dates first, and then mm-hmm. bit of a high ask at the moment with this fucking society and our age. But yeah, at the end of the day, I think that's what would be the mm. most beneficial for sure. But I think like, look people can feel how they want to feel about like dating apps. I think they have a purpose and like, it's great when you hear those stories about like people. I've heard good. Yeah. People who find love. Like I know a few people who are in committed, serious relationships. And they met on Hinge and Tinder. Yeah. Yeah, But I also think just the culture that it sets up is a, Mm. is a bit dangerous. Like I saw this TikTok and it was like, no wonder there's so many people feeling insecure attachment in their relationships when the culture these days is like, open up your phone and you can, swipe left and right for five hours straight and that's how many options of people there are do you know what yeah, i mean like yeah, you can just you can literally at a click of a button mm. like that saying is yeah. true no so, I, I, I look i agree and i understand because at the at the same sense at like our one side what i meant before like we're 20 we should go on dates go on dating apps do whatever you want to do you do you boo and i think that to myself i'm like I'm 20, I'm single, I'm a queen. Why don't I just, mm. like, have fun and do what I want to mm. do? 
and meet new people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the other hand, I'm like, well, I can't really be fucked. Mm. Two, I can meet new people through uni or through whatever. Mm-hmm. And three, if I'm going to meet someone romantically, I want it to just happen. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, I'm not in fucking Jane the Virgin. Like, yeah, it's I'm also like very a... hard to meet. Like, we're in a pandemic. Like, yeah, it's no, very she... hard. Oh, besides Paul, we met this morning. Besides Paul. <laughs> but, like, I don't – I think if you're – I think if you're someone who's going to be looking for validation – you're going to do it regardless. Like you're going to do it in person, even if it isn't on a dating app. So like, don't if you want to download a dating app, like I literally spent social media as well. Exactly. And like, I literally had a period of time where I was going out like clubbing or like to bars and stuff like once or twice a week. And I would come home and feel really sad because it was just clear that I was going out for validation. Mm. If I went home and I didn't get like, male attention Mm. i would literally come home and cry and it was a period of like every single time i went out Mm. for like months yeah and that is the same you know what i mean so if if you're gonna if you're in that state of mind yeah you're gonna do it regardless you're gonna do it on whatever it is so yeah and that's like um that that's the funny part because i feel like consciously Mm. I don't care that much about validation, but obviously there's a part of me that does. Yeah. Because she's still going on the dating apps. Yeah. Um, not at the moment, but I just kind of think who gives a fuck, just do it anyway. But also, I'm just going to quick little thing. Yeah. We're always going to be subtly looking for male validation because of the patriarchy, yeah. the male gaze. I like don't, I don't think I can go on to that right now. We can't now, go on to that. Yeah. I just had to say that. Uh, like it's fine. you can't it's I'll not like to... we're not going to fully eradicate like if like don't I'm trying to say don't be hard on yourself yeah, if you are someone yeah, who I mean. wants a bit of male validation. I want male validation. Why do you think I have a boy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Otherwise I'd, I'd be a lesbian. Yeah, or I'd be alone. Yeah. Like oh if I wanted female validation or whatever. But Yeah. It's I 100% agree. Like, you shouldn't be hard on yourself if you do mm-hmm. want it. Because um, everyone Or if you does. want female validation, either way, male or female. Because um, everyone wants validation. That's just yeah. Like, it's normal. It's helpful. Again, it's the survival thing. Yeah. We wanted validation from our Try. caregivers and parents and things. So, it's all it all translates. Yeah. And I, I just think um, that – and I, f- I feel like going on dating apps as well – is bad for self-esteem yeah because well for me personally it has been because i'm like i these people will swipe right whatever which one's yes Uh, right i think Uh, anyway whatever and and then on hinge like i find hinge fucking hilarious i think it's the best dating app besides tinder well no tinder shit i mean Mm. um because you can like do the prompts Mm -hmm. and some of them are fucking hilarious yeah there's people who just don't get it and then Mm. there's people who just do the funniest shit and i'm like i like you yeah like not even in a romantic way like that's yeah i i also think like it's not right for people to judge people for going on dating apps like i know people that would say like why would you go on there why would you do that? Like, why are you? But I don't think I don't think it's fair to judge you're, people. You're probably they're probably hitting up people in the Insta DMs. That's like, what I'm saying. It's like the same shit. thing. But I'd, yeah, I'd rather meet someone on Hinge than like they do yeah. on Insta. Yeah, because it's like I don't know. Mm. Well, unless it was just like a hey, like if it was like trying to mm. chat me up, I'd be like fuck off. Yeah, but um, no, like yeah, I just I don't I I, I link it to my self esteem in the sense that I meet and talk to these people for like a day. 
Mm. And then like next minute I'm just like, see ya. Yeah. It's like that's not really meeting people. It's not. And you're so, not putting in a proper – not giving it a proper go. Exactly. And Both like, parties. It, it, and, and, and it relates back to the first thing I said saying, oh, I'm 20, I should go on dates. But mm. It's like, but I'm not going on them. Yeah. Because no one wants to put in effort. Yeah. Either the guy's like, nah – or mm. like can't be bothered mm-hmm. or i'm like no nah, i can't be yeah, bothered. yeah yeah so it's like is it really been it's more just like to look at people's faces and get that validation yeah so that's why i've gone off it because i'm just like i don't go on the dates anyway so yeah why am i on it anyway um yeah. but there's no problem with doing that you go sis it's just not something i want personally because mm. i'm like i can validate i'm trying to learn how to validate myself 100 mm-hmm. yeah but you i still go out and still get male va- male validation you know what i don't dislike it yeah which is fine um but I'm trying to predominantly get it for myself just because obviously pandemic. Yeah. Obviously single. And, <laughs> yeah. But even when you're in a relationship, like I don't want to become a person that it's very hard to not put your mood and like your everything onto them. Mm. Like I want to still try and make sure that I can get validation from myself, like within myself. Yeah. But it's hard when you like. When you love someone, it's very yeah. hard. When you love someone it's very, very hard to give yourself validation because they're the main one you want it from. Yeah, exactly. And they're there. So it's like, yeah. give it to me. Yeah. And I completely understand because, yeah, I've like had that had that experience in the sense mm-hmm. that like with outfits or like things I wear, like mm. if a boy, my, a boyfriend was like to me, I love your hair curly. Mm. Bitch, I'm wearing my hair curly every day. Every day. day. <laughs> I'm never wearing straight hair ever again. Yeah. I really like my hair straight. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, That's so it, true. It, it's a tricky it's tricky thing it's just going to relationship i just feel like you have to have that self-confidence but it's fair enough if you don't Mm. yeah because it's very fucking hard it's very hard um and even i said like two three years being alone and and Mm. you still have those struggle times and me too and you can think you're like all healed up Mm. from a lot of things but and a point i want to make and i always say this like my close friends is I think when I was single and feeling like insecure and wanting someone a lot, I was, I would have a bit of a feeling like everything would be a bit better if I had a partner. Yeah. I'd be happier. Like that yeah, whole thing. I, I think as well sometimes. Yeah. And it's hard, like, of course you think that. And it's, it's on those lonely nights on a yeah. rainy night when you see your friends like watching a movie with their partner and it's yeah. like, oh, it would be nice. But what I realized in, cause I feel like my past relationship was very like, it was it was a young we were very young mm. and it was yeah, a juvenile sorry. relationship so now i feel like i'm, a, I'm an actual adult mm. and i'm experiencing an adult relationship yeah and awesome. yeah and i say to my friends like your anxieties will not go away if you get into a perfect relationship like yeah. you will you will some will go away but you'll maybe get new ones or like n- you'll you'll still have feel the same problems the same stresses it's within you it's not it's within yeah you. and like yeah, yeah so it, like being in a relationship doesn't solve all your problems it is literally like having another best friend do you know what i mean yeah no 100 percent. i just think that's something that like i would have liked to like realize when, yeah. yeah yeah and and that's the sense where i'm like that's why i won't settle yeah exactly and that's why i am personally against mm-hmm. dating apps for myself mm-hmm. because i'm like i'm not gonna and you know what? if i found someone on there fucking fabulous who i actually really liked mm-hmm. and dated and whatever but i mean in the sense that i hope when i do find someone mm-hmm. it will just be like a best friend mm-hmm. and it won't be like going out of my way to make yeah. a rom- romance yeah. out of it it will just be my best mate 
Yeah. Um, you don't want to force it. And, and I don't want to settle because if I settle, I know I won't be 100% confident. Yeah. Because I'll have doubts and stuff like that. And you also compromise so much when you settle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say like when I was on here. Like when you're trying to find people and yeah. you're like, oh, he's got this, this, this. That It'll do. ticks four out of my eight yeah. boxes. I'll go for it. Oh, yeah. Mm. But like – and I'm not saying they have to be fucking – Zach Efron. Mm-hmm. But, like, everyone has their own boxes that need a tick. Like, yeah. Like, funny, tall, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. doesn't smoke, mine, someone else might be. But it's also, like, okay with smoking. Yeah. Anyway. Also, and, like, things like respect and just, like, those basic, like, human needs. Mm. But I was, sa- I was saying, like, when I was in my hinge thriving days. Yeah. I would go on a date or, like, see someone or whatever and I would convince myself that, they it's like settling like i would convince myself that they they'll do like yes that'll, and now like okay now not like, to no. not to toot his horn anymore but now that i've just like gotten into this relationship with someone who i actually like i never thought that it was supposed to be this easy and like mm. this like naturally i felt straight away like oh okay this is what it's meant to feel like yeah and i never felt that with like anyone before that mm. and like i always say to him um He's getting such a pump up. Anyway, I always say to him, if this goes wrong, if we go our separate ways, whatever, he will have taught me what I should expect, yeah. what I shouldn't settle for yeah, and what I, how I should be treated. Mm. And that's just amazing when you can like finally realise, oh, I'm actually worth something. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, awesome. No, no, yeah. I, I you know what I mean though? Because yeah, no, like your brain can tell you like when – Well, when you go through shitty relationships yeah. when you're so young as well. Yeah. Like being being – 17 18 mm-hmm. 16 whatever mm. however old and you go through traumatic relationships it's like you obviously your brain mm. manipulates it to think oh you're not really worth that you're extra text or worth but but and i and some shit it's funny when girls talk to me about their relationships or whoever boys guys talk to me about their relationship and they'll tell me like something good someone their partner did i'd be like yeah that that's the bare minimum yes yes i was like no offense mm-hmm. lovely but like it's a bare minimum. And that's the thing that's really like almost sad mm. is We love the bare minimum. We oh, oh. my bar was so, so low. Like know. he always says to me, like, okay, he would like t- took me on out on dates and whatever, mm. literally like opens the door for me, that kind of thing. Yeah. And like not that I expected that stuff, but it's more just like the general respect and like you know, replying to texts or like if you call them and they answer, yeah. like that basic stuff is mm. the bare minimum. And we're all like, oh my God, he did this for me. Like he's such a saint. No. And it's like, <laughs> girl, girl, you girly. He's replying to your messages girly, once girl. a week. Like girly, girly, girly. that is the bare minimum. Yeah, that was me. I'm like, oh my God, like this person. Me too. Fucking said hi. I'm said like, hey. I'm basic. I'm like, um, oh my God, he is so good. Like I... Yeah, that goes back to the convincing myself that they were good. Yeah, like I would, I would convince myself that they even liked me more than they like. Someone might not have been interested in a serious relationship, but I'd be like, oh no, but like they replied once this week, so like they're obviously interested. Like they're doing this, like, and I hear people, friends being like, you know, like they're just going through a really hard time, and like that's fine, but I still think basic respect is. I I think a good thing as as well is. I've noticed with myself, if I'm not interested in someone or they're not interested in me, I want the notice. Yeah, same. Like I say, I'm just like, look, like, yeah, 
either one, it's because I'm not looking for a relationship mm-hmm. and that's the reason I don't want to go, go further with that person. Or two, I just don't – we don't click. And yeah. I'll just be honest about it. I'll be like, hey, look, thank you for this. But, like, at the end of the day, I just don't think we click or I don't think – And that's okay. I'm going to be good for you or you're going to be good for me. But thanks for that and whatever. Nicer said than mm-hmm. that. But general gist. And I think that's really important because it also – stops me from settling and mm. it reminds me of what i want and what i'm mm. worth but in the, the day i'm still figuring out what i want in a relationship mm. and i don't really know what age it will happen or mm-hmm. what whatever but i'm still trying to work it out because i'm changing mm. every day like mm. a georgia a year ago would have want something so much different to yeah, what she same. wants now mm. and like she would have want someone who's there 24 7 mm-hmm. fucking hugs kisses every 30 seconds mm. like gifts doesn't talk to any girls and now mm. i'm just like i just don't like i'd be like we can have a girlfriend as well together <laughs> like now i'm like so much like so much more mm-hmm. different that mm-hmm. i've become more confident in myself because i had no fucking self-esteem mm. like if someone was like can i run over you i'd be like oh my god please i've been waiting all day yeah thank you so much thank you but now if anyone's like gives me disrespect mm. i'll either just be like okay mm-hmm. thanks bye like i've always had attitude and i've always had mm. sass but it was so much different yes that's a good point because mm. I feel like I'm the same. That's what I meant before when I was like, you and I, I think, are happy to, you know, we can call out stuff. Mm. That's, I think it's important to not get like attitude and like feistiness and confidence, yeah. all things that we have, confused with like, you can still be all those things and still have. Be insecure. Yeah. A hot girl's an insecure girl. Yes, for sure. 100%. And it's like, I am still feisty as I was a year mm. ago. I'm a feisty girl. Mm. But I'm much more confident. I was yeah. not confident. And you could tell mm-hmm. because I wasn't, I was mean. Like, mm. I would, my anger levels were like maybe more than a year ago. I don't even know fucking what time is it. Um, <laughs> and, but I, I was just, you know, I was still, I would still say I have the biggest heart ever and I do. Mm. But I just always was so insecure and like couldn't, couldn't, take care or validate myself mm. and mm. now it's just like completely different so i'm like what i want in a relationship is just so much different and that's yeah. why self-esteem is so important in your mm-hmm. relationship and you know what i don't think i'm fucking miranda fox miranda fox miranda uh, mega fox <laughs> who the hell thinking, is miranda i was thinking of both of them i was thinking of both of them who's so miranda like, miranda Kerr. and i was thinking megan fox it's miranda like, cosgrove no no <laughs> no uh, yeah no, miranda no. Kerr. no anyway um but I, i'm not megan fox and that's fine but you know what? You only have one fucking life. You can only be you. Yeah. So, like, I can't do anything else about, about it. Bitch. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's hard. You've, it's hard. Like, especially in the days of like influencer and Instagram models, yeah. Yeah. you know, we all know that whole, it makes and it hard. Yeah. You know, it's not, it ha- look, it hasn't been good for, for me, my mental health at all because of mm. like getting so like into severely into exercise mm-hmm. and like almost a little bit unhealthily. Yeah. Um, like did you ever – this is in terms of relationships. I went through a lot of periods where like I would drop off exercise. Like I've always been interested in exercising and I exercise regularly. Mm. But maybe there was a time when I'd drop off a little bit. If I started talking to a new guy or seeing a new guy, I would notice that I would like go to back to the gym and like mm. go hard. And that was so obvious oh, was, that I was yeah, like doing it just them. to like yeah. – you know? Well, when I was in a relationship, I never went to the gym. Yeah, that I, I was I was just 
a blob of sadness. It's good to like, I'm not, I'm saying go to the gym. I'm just like, I noticed that. Or don't, I don't really Or care. don't, as in like, do yeah. what makes you happy, girl yeah. and guy yeah, no, no, and I, gay. I, I, I agree. I agree. Like, at the same sense. Um, and they. Yeah, good girl. Um, and yeah, I get what you mean because I found when I was in a relationship, I felt more focused on them than I was on me. So I was like, I'm not going to mm. bother go working out. Mm. But if they wanted to work out, I'd come with them. Mm. Like, I had a boyfriend who I would always work out with because mm. he wanted to work out, but I wasn't doing it for myself. I was doing it yeah. because I wanted to look good for him. Yeah, that's then, what I mean. Like, and, like, look strong for him, but now it's different. And I'm like, I do it for myself. And I'm like, I don't really give a fuck what mm. anyone else thinks. And, like, I'm pretty strong. And, mm. like, I want to get more muscly. And, like, some guys don't like that, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I know. Maintaining your independence, like that just relates to maintaining your independence while being in a relationship. Like you almost have to, yeah, you have to just try and like pull yourself away. I just think, like, I think you got to just think of like, unless you're married as mm. a, maybe even if you're married as a relationship, as a bonus rather than yeah. like your life. Cause you still yeah. have to be you. And you know what? That's, that is my fear of getting mm-hmm. in one. Cause I know I give a hundred percent no matter who I'm with. Yeah, I'm so I'm like, fuck, like if that happens, I still got to be giving 50, 70% to me. Yeah. Fucking 10% That's to my dog. Yeah. 10% to my work. 10% to the uni. And then, yeah. I don't know, where, where the hell, you know? Yeah. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's it's very hard balance. And mm-hmm. and it's especially wrapping up what time, I looked at the time. But um, with, with trauma, especially no matter if you've had it in your childhood or you've had it in previous relationships, mm. It's just so important to make it aware to the person that you're seeing. And, and you know, we don't have to tell them off the bat. I'm not going to sit down with someone on a date and be like, my dog died when I was three and now I can never yeah. have a dog again. Yeah. <laughs> not true, but I'll just yeah. use it as an example. Mm. You're not going to sit them down and be like, okay, yeah, no, you so don't this, have this, to this, do that. But if you're in a serious relationship, you have to just make that person aware and just be like, look, it's not you. It's just what, something I'm dealing with at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they can understand that and they can work with that, then that's awesome. But if they can't, then you got to find someone who can. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, if anyone has trauma in a relationship or from childhood, don't be so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. If you want to be with someone, you be with someone. But also take time to heal yourself because – Hurt people hurt people. Mm. And as cheesy as that sounds, it's completely true Mm because I've done the same fucking thing. Yeah. Like when you're hurt, you hurt the people around you. And and, Mm -hmm. and if you can – and healing people won't hurt people, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can still be hurt, but you're healing at the same time. Yeah. As long as I think – honestly, I think as long as you keep tabs on yourself and like you sort of are aware Mm. that – like that's what you mean by like as long as you're in the process of healing. Yeah. Like as long fine. as you're aware and sort of know that you might have these tendencies or whatever. Yeah. And again, like you hear it all the time, but you're going to hear it again, communicating. Like if you have a problem or whatever, like yeah, you said, my biggest thing. Just, t- just talk about it. That just... is my biggest fucking thing, no matter, even with friends, mm. family, and especially when I get a partner in the future, talking. Like, mm. if I, I cannot stand getting ignored. Like, mm. I fucking hate it. Mm. Like, you cannot talk to me. I don't care if you don't talk to me, but tell me yeah. that, hey, I need some space from you for yep. however long, yep. X, Y, Z. Blah, blah, blah. Bye. I'll be like, cool, yeah, bye. Have a, have a great day. Yeah. But 
if you just choose to ignore me, that's, that's fucked. Just, it's like childish. I fucking hate it. Like it is my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. Um, because it's that's just so unfair to that person. Yeah. Because then and, it makes their their mind like spiral into like, yeah. oh, what are they doing? Why are they there? Yeah, blah, exactly, blah. exactly. So, I, I, like, and then you're like, to the, are they really annoyed at me? Have I ruined it? Are yeah. they going to talk to me again? That's why communicating is, is just mm. it's one of my biggest things. But communicating doesn't mean yelling no or abusing it just means like talking it out and that can soothe like an anxious mind oh that can bring you back to yeah because it brings you back to like reality (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it brings you back to reality but but yeah wrapping up on the um trauma wrapped up on trauma but with self-esteem um Look, can't say that I have the highest. But she's, you're always going to be working on it, she's though. Getting like, there. there's no, there's gonna, there's no, no one's going to be like, oh, I've achieved the highest level of self-esteem. Mm. You're always going to have things that might trigger you or things like that. You're always going to be working on it, and and you know what? Even the hottest bitches ever have the shit. Exactly. Self-esteem. Some of my friends who are drop dead fucking 10 out of 10s and y'all know who you are come to me being like oh i look this like that i'm like is this bitch fucking serious Mm. i would kill to look like her i know and you know what no shame to them not in the way like aggressive like i understand and that just shows self-esteem issues can happen to anyone no matter what you look like Mm -hmm. like and and someone can be completely against the beauty standard and have the best self-esteem in the world yeah exactly i mean like i have pretty good self-esteem but i don't Mm. really look like the 100 percent beauty standard in Mm. the sense that i'm not like skinny blonde yeah that kind yeah. of thing um whatever mm-hmm. beauty standard there is blonde, blue eyes and it changes yeah exactly it changes i saw this tiktok the other day it was so mm. funny it was like why are people getting plus and, and you know what there's nothing against plastic surgery if you do you, you do you i don't give a fuck but it was just a good point it was like why are people getting plastic surgery to make their butts bigger when like 20 years ago yeah. people were taking fat out of their butt no, to make true. their butts look smaller because well, yeah. the beauty standard changes all the time. If you look at like pictures of the most like who those women who were rated like most beautiful woman yeah. of the year and it was mm. like it changed. Remember it was like Marilyn Monroe and then yeah. it was this the person and this person, person and it's like sort of all a joke. Like yeah, I have to laugh. It's like, so <laughs> funny. And you know I watched this um, living on this note I'll – I'll give you guys some homework and you as well, Tully. <laughs> I watched this um, episode of fucking hell, I forgot what it's called. But um, Ariana Grande loves this show and that's why I watched it. The episode name is Beauty, Beauties in the Eye of the Beholder. Mm-hmm. The Twilight Zone. It's the Twilight Zone. Oh, okay. Um, and that's the show. And the episode is called The Beauty is in the Eye of the Beholder. And spoiler, if you want to watch it, don't listen to this part. But what happens is basically the whole episode is these really, really ugly faces. They're like pig Mm. faces and they're doctors and they've got this girl in surgery and she's got um, wraps all over her face Mm. and they're like, we've given you 10 plastic surgeries because your Mm. face is so ugly Mm. and hopefully the 10th time this will fix Mm. and you'll look like us. Mm. But then everyone's like thinking the whole movie, the whole show, well, if she's uglier than them, Mm. what the fuck she look like because they're ugly as fuck Mm. like they've got pig noses Mm. whatever Mm. and like actual pig faces yeah not just that yeah connotation and and then in the end they take the wraps off and she's hot as fuck yeah like 
beautiful mm. like model Marilyn Monroe type yeah. style. And it's just the message of the show is obviously like beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. Like it's up to that person mm. and, and beauty can be whatever society mm-hmm. says it is. So why does yeah. it really matter in that sense? Yeah. Because, yeah, but that was a great, great show, great episode. I'll have to watch. Yeah, 100%. Um, but but um, we'll go get an ice cream or something. <laughs> like an ice cream after the end. I'm a bit sad. Oh, I'm joking. I'm happy. I could have 10 ice creams. Same. Um, but, yeah, thank you for coming on with Thanks. me. It was Thanks awesome. for having me. No. I could talk about that for hours. Yeah, I know. It's concerning. Um, and, you know, we will. We'll keep talking. Yeah. But, yeah, and thank you guys for listening. If you've made it all the way through, as always, lots of love. And I will put some helplines in the description as well if you're struggling at the moment. If you need immediate help, please call 000. And if you were just wanting to talk to a psychologist or anything of the sort, please contact a professional or a loved one. And we love you and bye. Bye.